Welcome to Happy Class. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm a former special ed teacher turned behavior coach with a passion for teacher well-being. In this class, we believe that all educators are humans first and teachers second. We will be sitting down with educators from all walks of life for some real talk about balance, joy, and what makes us who we are. If you want to be your best self inside the classroom, you have to be your best self outside the classroom first. Today's class is in session. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. I am really excited because I have a friend of mine, Whitney here, and we're talking about a topic that I think is really cool. I'm really excited to learn more about um, Whitney's connection to this. But before we dive into it, and before Whitney says hello, I do wanna introduce her for those of you who might not know Whitney already. So Whitney has been in education for 11 years. And what's unique about Whitney is she actually was a paraprofessional first for two years, and now she's going into her ninth year as a special education teacher. She teaches resource in an elementary school in Arizona, and this year she's working with kindergarten, first grade, and fourth grade. I love the little ones, so like, I think that's going to be a really fun year for you. All right. So Whitney, thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you for having me. And it's so fun to just see you and talk to you and instead of on social media. So this is so fun. I know. I know. Because we, we met on Instagram um, as pretty much everybody who's been on the podcast so far, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, but I think it's really, really great because it just shows the depth of relationships that can come from those spaces. And this is our first time getting to actually sit down and talk and in real time. Like we send voice messages back and forth. We know each other pretty yeah. deeply. Like we talk about some really <laughs> honest stuff, um, but this is our first time in real time getting to have uh, a back and forth conversation. And I'm excited. And we're talking about your yes. bucket list, which I know a little bit about your bucket list, but I feel like there's so much about it that I don't know. And so I'm excited to learn more, but I know it's really important. Yes, to you, right? I am always working on something from my bucket list. So I am someone who I don't have a bucket list, but I created something um, in the last year or so as I'm recovering from my head injury and all of that. I created something that I call my butterfly list because I say that like, oh, I'm coming, these are all the things I wanna do as I'm coming back to life as a butterfly, Aww. so to speak. Um, but the term bucket list, like I've always heard that it kind of means like a list of things to do before you kick the bucket, yeah. right? So is that kind of what yours is? Or is it like, does that mean something else to you? Like what are your <laughs> thoughts on that? I never, I mean, I, I've heard of that term and I know that that's kind of what that is but i never really look at it that way the only time i uh -huh. think of that is the very last um thing on my bucket list is to have a hundredth birthday party and that's only the time that i'm like man i really hope i make it to a hundred so i can like check that one off the list other yeah. than that i don't really think of my bucket list that way it's just things that i like want to really i just want to do yeah, so it, it's basically just things that you 
find fun or find exciting? Like, how do you decide what ends up on the bucket list? It started when I was little. I love adventure. So I used to, my grandparents Mm -hmm. like bought an RV when I was little. They sold like everything and they just traveled the world for years. And so they used to pick me and my I know they used to pick my siblings and I up and then we would just go travel with them. And so they wanted to, um, travel to all, all the States and see all these things. And that's where I first kind of got the idea. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I also am just such a list person. And so that kind of combined it. So when I got older, I would just create it like just for the summer, like all the fun things I want to do in the summer. And I had so much fun, like checking things off the list and like looking forward to the next adventure that I just created like a lifelong adventure. So that's kind of what my bucket list is essentially. Yeah, I love that. So, I mean, this is really like a lifelong kind of thing for you. It sounds like I had no idea. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's a lot, (laughs) it's mainly adventures and things I want to do. Some of it's just stuff I want to learn. Or some of it's even like financial goals or spiritual goals, like stuff like that. Like I want to read through the whole Bible. Like that would be like one of my spiritual goals, like stuff like that. So it's honestly just a combination of a little bit of everything. So if it's this combination of everything for you, where do you kind of get these ideas? Like, are they things that you just come across that you're like, oh, that looks interesting? Are they things that you hear of like someone else having done that you think would be cool to do yourself? Like where does all the different inspiration kind of come from it could be all of the above (laughs) yeah so sometimes like i'll hear of a really cool trip or i don't know something something uh, like uh, a place somebody went and i might be like oh that's cool but most of the time sometimes people will tell me things like oh that's cool and then you know just kind of in one ear out the other in the sense that i'm not like oh man i really want to do that but if i'm still thinking about it days mm-hmm. later and i find myself researching it then i'm like well i really want to do this but sometimes i <laughs> someone tells me something and i'm like that really sounds amazing it's just not for me like i don't yeah. i don't really have the desire so um like skydiving i used to want to do it in fact it was uh planned on my 18th birthday my me and my friends were gonna go and uh but then i found out i was pregnant so i couldn't go on it and honestly after Uh after uh i had my son i'm like i literally just have no desire like i have a a child who relies on me and so i just really don't care anymore and so that never like made it on the list necessarily but that's just an example of some things i really want to do other things i'm like it's just doesn't do it for me. I don't really find internet anymore, you know? Like it sounds cool and it sounds fun, but it doesn't sound like it's a fit for me. Exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and here's a question. Is it often that you're taking things like off of your bucket list that you're like, oh, I put that on my bucket list, you know, a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. And now I look at that and I'm like, eh, that sounded cool back then, but not really anymore. Like, do you find that it kind of morphs and changes over yeah, time? Yeah, for the most part, it stayed the same. There was one thing that I ended up taking okay. off. And I think it's just because I understood it better and 
the definition of this became different mm -hmm. for me. So originally I had said, I want to be in the best shape of my life in my forties. I don't know why I said that, but that's just what I wanted. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. but the Hey, it, it, it might've aligned to your value at the time and that's fine, but you're just reevaluating yeah, a little yeah. bit. And so yeah. then I just remember in my mind associating that with the like um, swimsuit competitions where they are just like, so like, just, mm -hmm. they look amazing. Um, and I still think they look amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome. And they work really, really, really hard for it. But then as I started yeah. like getting older and, and kind of paying attention just to my own habits, as far as like the gym and my eating habits and my mentality with how I feel when I look at myself, I was like, you know what? I just don't think that that is um, for me. I feel like I'm going to love how I look, but my understanding is when they eat afterwards, like that's really hard to maintain life lifelong. And I don't want to look at myself and be like, yeah. oh, I... I feel fat, even though I'm like, no, it's not at all like that. Like, mm -hmm. I just don't want to get myself in like a not good headspace. And so I'm like, you know what? Being in the best shape of my 40s is still a goal. It just doesn't look how I thought it was. Like, I went to mentally be in the best shape of my life. Yeah. I went to physically in this, if I'm taking care of my body, but I don't care if I look a certain way. I just want to be able to be adventurous and go do things and just be taking care of myself. So I just changed it. And I think it's just a more healthy mindset for mindset for myself. Yeah, I really respect that. And and the level of reflection that goes into that of realizing that like, okay, that I had this goal, but maybe that goal wasn't the best goal for me to have. And how can I change that in a way that I'm still accomplishing? Like I had, I had very casually mentioned when you first brought it up that that aligned to your yeah. values, right? Like you value health. And so you wanted to do something that was a goal related to valuing your health, but realizing that that might've been an extreme mm -hmm. version of it. And okay, how can I adjust that goal to still align to that mm -hmm. value and looking at it in a new lens? And I just, I, <laughs> kudos to you kudos to you for like just recognizing that in yourself and being willing to adjust because i feel like when it comes to bucket lists or like i said like i call mine like my mm. butterfly list but it's it's similar in that like it's just a list of things that i couldn't do much for a really long time and they're all things that i'm excited to go out and do in the world and some of them are really simple like go to mm. a movie theater like i haven't been to a movie theater in <laughs> over two years um but to realize that like, okay, like that was something that I thought I wanted to do, but not really. And here's something else that seemed like it was a good goal at the time, but that might not be realistic for me. Like one of mine is I, I ran a half marathon in college. I would love to run another, another half marathon, but with where my health is at, I don't know if I'll get there. And, and I'm learning that that's okay. But for me, you know, taking a walk every day, that's something that I couldn't do a yeah. year ago and um so like just kind of celebrating the little achievable things that are still on mm -hmm. that list for the celebration they are even in that even exactly. in that space yeah that makes sense. um 
So I'm curious, how do you keep track of your bucket list? Because you said you like write things down, you add it to the list. Like, is this a like a vision board? Is this written down somewhere? Like, is it something that you could physically like show me? Or is it something that's just kind of in Whitney's head? Like where, where does the bucket list? Okay. Go? So I am, a, I have like a three ring binder for everything. Like, I feel like I bring the teacher Whitney into my house and I'm like, I have a binder for that. So yeah. I have, yeah. <laughs> I have a three ring binder. Um, and then how I do it is at the, I'll like have a title, like hike the Grand Canyon. And uh -huh. then I have a picture of the Grand Canyon. And then in the bottom right corner, I have a box. And then when I do that thing, like hike the Grand Canyon, I always yeah. take a picture of myself yeah. doing it. And then I replace it with the, you know, Google image I found or whatever. And I put my picture on top of it. I check yeah. the box and I write the date. And then sometimes I'll write like a little blurb about that adventure. I love that. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, oh my goodness, you were meant to be a teacher. That is so teacher of you. And I'm here for it. I'm obsessed. Um, but also I'm like, that's such a creative, unique way. But honestly, I kind of do something yeah, similar. Like I'm not, I, I didn't necessarily realize it, but when I started my butterfly list, I got one of those Instax mini Polaroid cameras, like that, um, it's not a Polaroid brand, but it like instant prints a little photo that has like a bar at the bottom. And so I carry my camera around in my purse. And anytime that I do something that's on my butterfly list, like I said, a lot of the things are still very small things at this point. Every time I do something on my butterfly list, I snap an Instax wow. of it. And then I write down what item it was from my butterfly list, which is a list in my phone and the date, and then I keep it in like a photo album, Aww. one of those like pocket albums. And having the pictures is really special. Like looking back and seeing, like I have a picture of when I met my best friend's baby for the first time back Aww. in March. And like, that was one of my butterfly list items. Or I have um, when we went to like these botanical gardens near us and I have a picture of some of the flowers. And so I love that you do the pictures too. And I think that's something that gives a big sense of meaning and purpose and just sentimentality that it's not just a list, but it becomes this memory source that, you know, okay, it's great to have done the adventure. It's great to have checked it off the list or whatever, but to be able to actually look back and remember it in that really special way. I, I love that. And I feel like you'll look back on that um, at your hundredth yes. birthday party and <laughs> like, and just like enjoy and be able to relive those moments so much more deeply having a system like that. So I, I yeah, love it. I love it. The, I love the it, only love other like thing, it's kind of part of my bucket list. So I really want to, um, visit all 50 States, but not only visit. Cause like, I don't want to just like drive through and say, I went there, but I want to do a fun adventure yeah. or something cool in each state. And yeah. Ooh. And so I found this um, United States like map, but it's a cork board. And so I pinned it up. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I pinned it up in my like guest bedroom. And then I pinned where I went in the state with like a string connecting it to a picture frame of that adventure. And so. 
Yeah. Oh, and so awesome. it's super fun to, when I'm out with friends or visiting friends in other states to snap a picture yeah. of something fun that we're doing and then be like, you're going to make my adventure wall. Like you're going to make it like, this is part of it. So, <laughs> so yeah. Fun. Yeah. No, my, my friends have gotten really into my butterfly list with me too, that we'll be out and about and I'll be like, Oh, this is on my butterfly list. And they're like, Oh, like, where's your camera? Yeah, Let's snap a picture yeah. together. <laughs> like, you know, so my butterfly list ends up being full of pictures of my friends and loved ones. It's like ones a really too. cool scrapbook. I think that's awesome. Yeah. 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 That's cool. essentially what it is. And I'm not one who's very good at taking pictures on a regular basis. And whenever I take pictures in my phone, unless it's like for like my social media or for my business or whatever it might be, um, I don't really do much with those photos. So for me, having the Instax, it's like, okay, I actually have this physical picture to physically put in the book. And it just makes it that much yeah, more special. I have to ask, have you been to my no, state yet? No, and I want to come visit you. <laughs> so you're going to yeah, have to come. We're going to have to take a picture <laughs> on your for your butterfly and like on your camera, and then we can put it. Like it would be super cool to yes. get a picture with your camera with the instant prints, but and then also put one of those pictures uh -huh. on my wall because it'll remind me of your butterfly list and it'll like just come full circle. I yes. know. Well, that's what I do. That's what I do is anytime I snap an Instax with a friend or a family member, I always snap two, one for me Aww. and one for them. And so it's like a little like gift that I like to give away to people. Um, I'm a very sentimental yeah. person. And so I'm like, here, you have this little thing to remember me it. by. I love that. I love <laughs> um, but no, I would love that. That would be so fun. And, um, and Actually, one of the things on my butterfly list is to meet one of my internet friends in real life. Oh. So we could very easily yes. cross that off. It I've I've had I'm pretty limited in my traveling yeah. right now. I've had plans with someone that fell through, someone who's relatively local. Actually, twice. I had local plans fall through twice. So it has not yet been crossed off the well, butterfly. I can come list. visit you. And we'll then we see can go to the movies does. and we can knock a few of them off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, I could pull up the list. Um, I'm sure there's lots of things that we could do together. <laughs> it would be so. fun. It would be fun. I would love it if you came to visit. Um, so I'm curious, what is your absolute favorite thing that you have already done? That is so hard. Okay. I think that my favorite one. Okay. One of my. And you can give me like a okay, top good. three. I, I am so up. hard at narrowing down things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, all good. Give me, give me a top okay. three. Um, I, one of my favorite ones was going to have a soup I falls it's here in Arizona but it's like in the Grand Canyon and we okay. I wanted to go and then my husband I was just going to go with friends because I didn't think he wanted to go and he was like no I want to go so then it ended up being me and my husband mm -hmm. my son he was so young at the time I want to say like nine or ten and then my little brother went 
Um, but anyway, you go and you like have to hike 10 miles in and then set up your like tent, but they're known for all their waterfalls. Uh-huh. And so I think we hiked like, oh, yeah, cool. we hiked like 50 miles, like in just two days. Like it was so much. That sounds yeah, awesome. But it, like I'm a sucker for like really good views. Like I will hike and climb and whatever mm-hmm. for like a really good view. And like this whole place was amazing. So that was definitely one of the top three. Oh, and that was the other thing. You can't just go. They open it up in February. Uh, is it February? Something like that. February, I think. February 1st or something. It opens up at a certain time. And you have to like refresh your like uh-huh. computer a million times to like get in and then get a date. But within like the first hour or two, the entire year is already booked. So it's really yeah so So was it really difficult to like make the time that you ended up getting like work with your schedule like were you able to basically pick what time you wanted or did you kind of get stuck with a time that was inconvenient (laughs) right right. no we ended up getting our time we had like a backup dates just in case it didn't work out but luckily since it was just like me and my family it was a lot easier than maybe coordinating with multiple friends and families in their schedules so it was a little bit easier because I know some people right. it's a little bit harder when they have like larger groups, but yeah. So that was, super yeah, cool. that yeah. makes sense. So that was really cool. Um, my most recent that I was like super excited about was going. Yeah. I think I know this. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, yes. is it the caving? Tell me yes. about caving. Yes. Yeah. So that was funny because that's been on my list for a long time. And me and my little sister were hiking and we were talking about my bucket list and she asked what was on it. And I was like, well, uh-huh. I haven't told anybody, but I really want to go caving, but I just want to go with our cousin. My cousin's like, I think like 60 or something. And um, I was like, I really want to go caving yeah. with him because he's gone caving since he was 19 years old. And he has worked with like National Geographic and they go with a whole team of people and my like cousin's job is to draw the maps mm-hmm. of the caves. And I was like, I want to go caving with that guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If I'm going to do this, yes. I want to do it right. Just, he's just like such a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Like I, it would just be an experience, but also like learn so much. Mm. So yeah, I flew to Tennessee and we went caving for six hours and it was absolutely amazing. Um, that sounds it was so, so cool. cool. Was it scary? <laughs> uh, no, but I could see how it could be very scary. Like, yeah. Okay. Like we were okay. literally like crawling on our stomachs with the ceiling or like wall or whatever you want to call it, like right up against our backs and stuff or like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's like, I mean, I, you say pitch black and you know, you're kind of like, well, yeah, it's dark, but it's like a whole other level of dark. Like even if yeah. you turn off your lights in your house or something, they're still like, light coming through but that we turned off our headlamps just to see and it's like you can't even see your hand in front of your face like it's like pitch black so yeah yeah it was I've never been caving but I've been to a cave that's like nearby it's more of like a touristy attraction like you can walk right. the whole thing there's paths and stuff like it's not yeah but they as part of the tour at one point they turn the lights <sighs> off and um we actually went there on a field trip with a group of oh third graders when I was student teaching. 
And uh, some of the kids were really spooked by just how genuinely dark yeah. it gets. And that was just, that was not on an official adventuring type of yeah. scale. So I can only imagine um, that that would be both like nerve wracking, but also really, really. Yeah. Cool. And you don't, you lose track of time because the sun, you, you don't see a change, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. How long were Six you in Six hours. There? And it was literally just climbing. Like there's just huge rocks. Mm -hmm. Jeez. Were you sore? <laughs> yeah. I was so sore. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be such a workout. Oh my god. But I was sore in the most random spots, like my wrist. Like my wrist hurts so bad. Huh. Because you're just like, I don't know, like pushing yourself up or like yeah, it's yeah, I just didn't know what to expect. Like I didn't I didn't look up mm -hmm. I didn't Google anything. It was just like, yeah, caving, that sounds cool. Um but yeah, like it was really kind of sketch in some places. It's not like hiking in the sense that there's signs and stuff and there's no trails. Like it's just kind of a free fall. And yeah, yeah, it was yeah. really humid and it was close to 100% humidity. So it was really just kind of like wet and then, but like it just turned into mud. And so it was just very muddy and slippery and it was really sketchy, yeah. but so fun. And I would do it. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome that's awesome yeah. i love it um okay so that was two is there a third is there a third or could you narrow it down to two um yeah like i could one of the things that um i'm like sentimental or whatever too and so i think a really cool one was yeah. i always loved running and so like being on like doing a marathon was on my bucket list and stuff mm -hmm. like that but um, yeah. I like me and my dad's thing is to go like biking, like ride bicycles and do races that way. And so, yeah, oh, okay. and, like a um, yeah, a bike race. What do you call it? A bike race? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right? that sounds way better. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so I went to. Kansas City where I grew up and we did like a hundred mile race mm -hmm. and then it kind of yeah, oh, that's awesome. and then it kind of turned into well if I've already done I already do running I did biking but or cycling that sounds way better yeah I did cycling for sure so anyways that kind of turned into well I've already done running I've already um done cycling I should just do a triathlon like at least that's how my brain works and so <laughs> Yeah, how hard is swimming? Yeah, it's really hard. It's not that. Easy. Yeah, right. Why not? Why not just oh, casually do it a triathlon? It was so hard, but yeah. <laughs> so then I did a triathlon. Yeah, was it? It was so scary though. That's yeah. awesome. Was it? How how long was your triathlon mm. that you did? I do remember it was. So the I don't remember because they do like full triathlons and like half triathlons and then like. Don't they do like ultra ones where it's like a hundred miles? Yeah, each that or something not, insane like that. that. I don't even know. This one. I think it was like <laughs> I don't even know. It wasn't. It wasn't um, like really long and necessarily hard. But for being my first yeah. one ever, it was definitely an experience. Like it wasn't. We didn't have like yeah. a body of water, and so we went to a pool, and you had to like serpentine style, like. 
go down and back and go down and back down each lane through the entire pool and then get out and then do it again. But the problem was, is everyone's jumping in for their first time or second time. And so people are literally like I had six guys just like swimming around me and I was like, I'm going to drown. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the wave, the like I'm thinking of when I don't know if you ever did this as a kid, but when you like run in circles around the pool and like you create like a wave pool, do yes. you ever do that? And then you try to walk the yeah, opposite way. <laughs> I feel like that's what your triathlon yeah. was probably like. Like there was probably so much wave and so much water yeah. movement, and like you're fighting against all. And they of were that. like racing, so I they're can... like literally swimming on top of me. Like there was three guys swimming on top of me. One swim like, and then I was squished. Like there's, and I was just like. I just remember going under the water and then instantly regretting it because now everyone's swimming on top of the water. It, it was so yeah. scary. So I just kind of went off to the side and oh. I was like, yeah, you guys can, you guys yeah. can go. So I ended up taking my time, <laughs> but I made up a lot of time yeah. cycling and running that I ended up actually getting first in the women's, like my age group. Oh, I know. It was girl, really cool check experience. You out. I was like, okay, one and done. I don't need to do it again. That was cool. Yeah, that was going to be my next question is, will you do another? No. Um, I've always thought that that would be a Yeah, I have so many adventures that I want to do. I don't typically repeat them. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Okay. So then I asked you what your favorite thing that you already Mm -hmm. did and you might give me the same answer that it's hard to narrow this down to one. Do you have any one thing that like you are most looking forward to more than anything else? Or or do you need to give three again? <laughs> right? Um okay, so <laughs> up to yeah. you. So okay, you know, okay, so you know how we talked about how you kind of modify them like as time goes sometimes. There's one yeah, yeah. and I'm like I really want it to be realistic. And then my husband's like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm, you know, I'm like, (laughs) I really want to go like my ultimate bucket list. That would just be so cool one day. And maybe it's like a retirement thing. Like, you know, I don't know, but Bora Bora, the huts on the water. Have you seen them? Mm, Yeah. The I've seen pictures. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think I think yeah. I know what you're talking about where it's like out in the middle of the water and it's like absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, so they have like the see the see-through floors where you can like literally see the water and then the hammocks. Yes, I know. Yes. I'm like that would be amazing. But that would be I know. so cool. I think that would be super cool. And it's not necessarily cuz it's like, oh, it's in Bora Bora. I'm just like I want to stay in a place like that. That would be really stinking cool. And then I found out that Jamaica actually yeah. has their version of it. So I'm like, well, that would be kind of cool. Oh. So maybe right, that's how I you know. modify it I, to make it realistic. Yeah, I, I looked it up one time. The Bora Bora <laughs> ones were like $10,000. I think it was like for a night. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, I'm a teacher. That's really yeah. hard. <laughs> that's really hard to uh, yeah, right? check off the old bucket list. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's cool. would be that's super cool. cool. Um, and then modify it. Like, I think the hundredth birthday party, I really wanted like maybe just 
have a hundredth birthday party. Like, okay, everyone, we're just gonna dress up like super cute little old old people, and we all blow out a hundred candles. Oh, I love that! Like a hundred themed birthday party, even if you're not turning a hundred. I I love that. We took off my bucket list. Yeah. So maybe I could just as a backup plan, you know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really funny. Well, and and what makes me laugh about that is that um one of the things on my butterfly list, I never got to celebrate my 28th birthday uh-huh. like at all. Like that's the year that for me basically didn't exist. And so when I turned 29, I was like this is the last birthday of my 20s. Like I at the very least want some sort of a get together with my friends, but I couldn't do much at the time. And so what I ended up doing um and kind of modifying my bucket, my butterfly list was that I just invited like my five closest girlfriends over and we ordered pizza, but I felt like it needed some sort of a theme. And so I, uh, I ended up doing a cat party. So I got like paper plates that had little cats with party hats on them and little cupcake toppers that were cats with party hats. And it was, it was really funny. But I only told one person, um, like my very, very best friend in the world, I only told her what the theme was. I was like, oh, it's secretly a cat themed party. And I had like a big like meow sign that like hung up in the windows. It, it was funny. But, uh, but her joke, she was like, you should make it a cat lady party and we can all dress up like old cat oh, ladies. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and, and we never did end up... Um, going that far with the theme but I've always thought that that would be fun to do is to have a cat lady party and to dress up like old ladies and have I love a good theme party I think it's so fun (laughs) yeah well my 30th is coming up next year so you'll have to help me come up with a theme for it (laughs) I feel like you'd be perfect so fun what is that what's something that you're looking forward to then on your butterfly list Oh goodness. If I pull mine up, um, well, there was one that I, I was kind of glancing through, um, as you were joking about like coming to visit me and us doing one together. Don't know if you could make it around new year's, but there is a thing I'm on the Uh East coast. I'm pretty close to New Jersey and the Jersey shore. There is a thing on new year's day every year to do the polar bear. Oh yeah that there's some beach towns that have polar bear, polar bear plunges on New Year's Day. And New Year's is my favorite holiday. Okay, I don't no. know if you knew that. Um, and so that is one that is more, um, maybe a little more adventurous on mine that I think would be really fun. Um, but here's one that I accomplished pretty recently, and that was to eat food that I grew myself. Ooh. So we started, we live in a townhouse and we started some pots um, on our little deck of just tomatoes and peppers. And I made homemade pasta sauce with some of my tomatoes for the first time. So that was a fun one for me to cross that off the so butterflies. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, this is happy class, right? And so at the end of every happy class, we always leave our listeners with some little piece of homework. We got to we gotta bring the teacher out <laughs> yeah. on us, right? Um, and so I always like to ask our guests, if somebody wanted to get 
a bucket list started or a butterfly list or whatever they choose to call it for whatever it means Mm -hmm. for them. What would be the first action step that you would recommend them take to kind of get started on doing something like that? I think that just getting started is like write down things that interest you and then like dig deeper into it. Like what's something you love about that? Or what do you want to become better at? What do you want to learn? I, I feel like I see it a lot where people are like, oh, I'm too old to learn something new. And I'm like, I don't believe that at all. Like, I think you can always learn something new. So like Mm. whatever that dream is that you've always had or that thing you've always wanted to do, but we're like too afraid to tell somebody, like write it down, like go for it. Like I'm 36 years old and I was like, I really want to learn the piano. So right now I've just been teaching myself that and that's on my bucket list. And I just don't, yeah, I I don't think you're too old. So whatever those dreams, those goals are like, write it down, but do things that you're like, that you're like, I like write down the ones that are obtainable. Like you're like, I could totally learn to do this, or I really could do this. And, but then Mm. take it a step further and then be like, okay, what are my big dreams and goals and visions? And then those are the ones that you kind of look forward to. Like, I want to work towards that, you know? Yeah. And I mean, for me as a behavior person, I love the idea of like starting with something that's achievable and like doable and attainable and almost Uh easy (laughs) so that you get a little bit of like, oh, I can do this. And that feeling of how good it feels to cross it off on that list. And then to have that kind of be your momentum to get into some of those bigger, scarier, um, loftier kind of dreams or goals or adventures that you want to experience. Yeah. Um, write I down love like that. Two, so basically start yeah, with Write list. down two or three and then the fourth one, write, make a bucket list and then you can already cross it off. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's Honestly, that's works. what I sometimes do with my butterfly list. <laughs> yes. I gotta, I gotta pull out my, um, I have, I have the list in my phone but if I were to go over and I were to um, actually pull out like my album that has all of my little uh, Instax pictures in it, I have things in there like do a full face of makeup because I couldn't do my makeup yeah. for so long. And I was like, I, it doesn't matter if I go anywhere. It doesn't matter if I do anything. I could be in complete sweatpants, but I at least once want to do a full face of makeup I this year. <laughs> and and so that was one that like, yes, it was a bit of a stretch for me based on my own limitations. I had some visual issues that made looking in a mirror and putting on mascara, mm-hmm. especially like made me really Ugh. sick and nauseous. But that was a really small one that was kind of an easy yeah. win. And like giving yourself an easy win before you move into the bigger, harder stuff, I think is a yeah. great, great I place think, to start. I think I also too, like as you're writing it, don't forget to write down the ones you've already done. Like- you can, it'll be like a whole book of accomplishments. Mm. Like, look at this. Like you think about the things you've already done that you're like so proud of. And don't forget to like pat yourself on the back for even those things too. Oh yeah. Oh, that's such an awesome <laughs> addition there. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us about your bucket list. Cause I know how like special <laughs> your bucket list is to you. And you really, like when I think of adventure, I think of Aww. Whitney Lowry. So <laughs> I am just so glad that you were able to come on and share this piece of you um, with all of us. And as part of that homework, we also let our listeners connect with us um, with 
Instagram at happyclass.pod is the podcast Instagram. I'll have your Instagram in our show notes and my Instagram in our show notes. But when you go out and do that homework, when you pick your one easy thing, snap a picture and post it on Instagram and then tag us or use hashtag more than a teacher because we use that hashtag all the time here. And let's just like share all of these adventures that we're going on, whether it's the little ones or the big ones, all of it matters. And uh, Whitney and I are really excited to see what ever adventures your bucket list takes yes. you <laughs> And which ones I can add to my bucket list. I'm like, that's a good one. Yes, yeah. right? Getting ideas yes. from other people. Like that's one of the beauties of social media. And I think, and you alluded to this earlier, that sometimes the inspiration for what to put on your own bucket list is seeing what other people have on theirs, seeing what they're doing, what they're accomplishing and getting inspiration from them. So um, I think that'll be a really cool way for all of us to connect and just inspire each other. And I'll share mine too on the, uh, once it all comes out, this podcast all comes out, I'll go ahead and write down all the ones that are in mine to get people started too on theirs. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that. I love that so much. Thank you so much for joining us today, friend. Be sure to head over to our Instagram at happyclass.pod to connect with me and today's special guest. Also, help a girl out and leave us a review. This gets the word out that we are all hashtag more than a teacher. Finally, do you know someone who you think would just be the perfect future guest? Please send me an email to Jenny at bravingbsel.com so I can go hit them up. All right, we'll see you next happy class.